Welcome back to another daily walk. And uh, today I actually want to spend some time looking at a Bible study I'm working on right now and uh, just one element of it. And this is talking about removing sin and uh, removing opportunity of sin. Now, of course, the reality is a lot of our modern Christianity just basically teaches us you know, say a little prayer and that's it. We don't have an understanding of what sin is and, and what it leads to and all these types of things. And this is one of these things we're going to talk about in today's Daily Walk. Now, before I do that, uh, make sure you remember to take a look at the links in the descriptions. And I do have some new books out and audiobooks are starting to roll out for I Am Not Amused. And uh, stay tuned for some updates on some new material I have coming out as well soon. So with that, what is sin? First and foremost, what is sin? Sin is, in and of itself, anything against the character and the nature of God. When we commit murder, we are sinning against the character and the nature of God. We commit sexual immorality, the character and nature of God. We steal the character and nature of God. So we as Christians, we are called to sin no more. Remember what Paul says in, in uh, Ephesians, Walk no longer as the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind being darkened in their understanding and ignorant, okay? Um, but the reality is, how do we stop sin? The reality is we have to stop sin by cutting it off from its source. And I love this story from King Josiah in Second Chronicles 34 uh, because he really, not only does he himself not sin, but as the acting king of the nation, he's trying to cut sin off from his people. And we're going to pick up in 2 Chronicles 34, and we're going to look at the second part of verse 3. It says, In the twelfth year he began to purge Judah and Jerusalem of the high places, the Asherim and the carved images and the molten images. They tore down the altars of Baal in his presence, and the incense altars which were high above them he chopped down. Also the Asherim and the carved images and the molten images he broke into pieces and ground them in the powder and scattered them on the graves of those who had sacrificed to them. He burned the bones of the priests on their altars and purged Judah and Jerusalem. Okay, so he went around his entire kingdom and he started to purge these false places of worship. Now, this was kind of that root, that sin, uh, that, that sin offense against God is worshiping other gods. Remember in the Ten Commandments, you will have no other gods before me. Yet the Israelite people constantly put other gods before him. They worshiped Baal, they worshiped Asherah, they did the worship Moloch, they did all of this pagan idol worship. And they worshipped the statues. They worshipped at high places, which God said you shall not worship at. They did all of these things. And this, this was the first affrontal sin in the nation. And what Josiah did is he didn't just tell people not to do it. He actually removed the opportunity. And that's the important thing about removing opportunities to sin. That is what I need you to stop and question. Think about the sin. Now, you're probably not committing idol worship. In other words, you're probably not out there, you know, bowing down to, to statues of, you know, whatever it happens to be. That's become fairly rare in our society. Um, it still does exist in some places, but it has become fairly rare. But think about your life. Think about your other sins. Think about the, the way that you live your life. Are you living your life in a way that 
is an affront to God? Are you engaged in sexual immorality? Are you engaged in, in hate? Are you engaged in anger? Are you stealing things? Are you doing things that you know in your heart of hearts is not right to be doing before God? What we need to start by doing is cut off the opportunities. If you find yourself addicted to some object, whether it's pornography or drugs or gambling or something like this, cut off the opportunities. If you're addicted to porn, find somebody that you trust to put a filter on your computer that you cannot have access to. Find an accountability partner who is willing to walk you through the steps of accountability. Find someone who's willing to help you out in that situation. And, and don't forget, the ultimate task of us as believers, we are to sin no more. Remember Jesus says, uh, it's two separate people um, that we have recorded in the book of John. He says, now go and sin no more. And the best way to stop your sinning is to cut off the opportunity to sin. Identify what sin is in your life. We've already talked about the major ones. But pray this, pray this prayer that, that, um, that David said. I think it was in Psalm 139. It might not have been. It might have been Psalm 51 or 52. Um, but he says, search my heart, O God. If there's any evil way in me, show me. Ask God to search your heart. Pray that God would show you any sin that happens to be in your life, that you may take that sin and you may take action against it. He is not going to instantly pull it out of you because you've prayed a little prayer. He's going to ask you to do the hard work of fighting it and battling it. And he's going to be with you in all of that. That's what sanctification is, learning to walk in a manner worthy of our calling. The first step of that is to cut off the opportunity. So Josiah in that story, he went through and he cut off the opportunity that his nation had to worship Baal. It's really hard to worship Baal when all the altars to Baal have been destroyed. All right, he also put to death the priests who were the evangelists for it. If you have evangelists for sin in your life, cut them off. Don't kill them and grind them up on grave sites. Don't do that. But definitely, if you have people in your life that are encouraging you in sin, break off those friendships. There, We don't have to develop every friendship. doesn't have to be Christian. But if you have friendships that are engaging and encouraging you in sin, you have to cut those relationships off. So cut off the opportunity. Cut off the place, the location. If you're a drunk, never step foot into a bar. You know, and uh, Find places to get gas or get your groceries that, that you're not going to be inundated with, with the temptations. If you're gambling, online gambling addictions, online video game addictions, cut off the ability at the websites. You can put on filters which will block those types of sites. Do that. It is, it is a great step that you can do. Cut off the opportunity. Cut off the people, the evangelists for it. And then finally seek God. What we find in this is that Josiah is doing all of these great things for God. And then after he does all this, they find the book of the law. And he, he is doing what he thinks is right. And he's doing what is good. But he doesn't actually get all the way there. And that's kind of the neat part about the story. That Josiah himself, while he's starting to do a lot of good things, he is ignoring the law of God. And it wasn't a, a willful ignorance because he didn't even know that the law of God was there. They found the law of God while they were cleaning up the temple. 
And while they were cleaning up the temple and they found the law of God, then they take it to him and they read it to the king and he humbles himself before the message in that word because he recognizes that if they continue on without humbling themselves before the word of God, God is going to come in bad. In fact, they go to uh, they go to a prophetess who's living in Jerusalem, and she basically says, hey, all of those curses in Deuteronomy 28, those are all yours now. I am going to execute those, is what God says. But she says that because you have humbled yourself before the Lord, I will not do it in your lifetime. And so he got out of that sin because he humbled himself in the presence of the Lord in response to the word. So that's your last principle. Take the time to study the scriptures. Take the time to do Bible study. Take the time to understand what is sin and find that sin in your life and cast it off. If the best place, if you are unsure, read the book of Ephesians. It is great practical theology walking you through salvation all the way into the practical steps of living your life before Christ. Of course, all of this starts with the gospel. Do you recognize that you are a sinner incapable of coming right with God on your own? You have to place your trust in Jesus Christ who came to the earth both fully God and fully man, lived sinless life, born of a virgin, and died on a cross willingly for your sins. Place that knowledge in your heart. Trust in God with the gospel, and then start to read the scriptures so you may understand what is God's intention for your life. Start to cast off sin. Start to live righteously. That is our daily walk for today. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com. Thank you.